Welcome to Who Gives a Hoot. Uh, this is Ben. I'm here with Riley. We're the other half of the Who Gives a Hoot team. And by other half, uh, if you listen to our pod regularly, you heard sort of the A-team contributors last week. And uh, we're here doing the Junior Varsity pod. How are you doing, Riley? <laughs> Good. I don't think you need to inflate Luke's ego anymore, calling him the A-team. But, uh... I mean, uh... <laughs> no, if you inflate a balloon enough, it pops. it's funny and he doesn't listen to the pod so he'll never hear this joke the true true (laughs) and we know ryan won't tell him so we can also ryan might tell him this but i think we can both agree that ix is terrible and the dutch league is disappointing well again uh always a fan of uh any place that loved mason mount because i too love mason mount um more of a kai havertz guy myself i mean you know what i uh Boy, I got a Kai Havertz anecdote for you uh, that I'm not going to tell on this podcast because it relates to, um, it's tangentially related to members of the, well, yeah, yeah, let's just be done and move on. Okay. Uh, Riley, anything anything big happen in your, uh, in your life recently? I mean, now that you've prompted me with this completely naturally, <laughs> we haven't rehearsed at all, um, you know, I actually am I'm going to get a passport tomorrow morning for the first time in my life. So excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and that is because I have started a new job with our wonderful host for tonight, Ben. Yeah, it's true. Riley and I are co-workers now. We're, uh, we're uh, the kings of the facts. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, with, well, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, we've pretty much spent our entire day, as talk, our entire day today talking to each other. <laughs> I, think, uh, I do think it's going to be uh, a lot more of that in the future. And uh, I'm excited. I so think you know, I'm, I'll big up you on the podcast here, Riley. I think you're uh, I think you're a talented uh, young man. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do. Hey, I have a beard and, uh, now. How young can I be? <laughs> yeah, everybody. Next time you see Riley, be sure to ask him to see his driver's license. No, why would you tell them that? <laughs> I showed you that in confidentiality. Because uh, you're bragging confidence. about your beard, Riley. And uh, you really want to brag about your beard? Just show people that picture. Uh, anyways, so we're here to All talk right, about Union uh, Omaha. Yeah, yeah we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do news first, um, and then we're gonna talk about the Chattanooga game, and then we're gonna talk about the North Texas game. Uh, so thing one, we always do team of the week, but there are no owls in team of the week this uh, this week, which um, again you would not have heard during any sort of rehearsal period. Um, well, because there wasn't. Yeah, exactly. This is the first time since week eight um, that there are no owls in the uh, team of the week. And um, we've lost two games, and there have been two weeks that we've played that we have not been in team of the week. So um, they started doing team of the week week three. Uh, It's week 20 just finished, so that's 17 by my count. And um, there have been five weeks that we have not appeared in team of the week three of those we've not played two of those we've lost um does that not blow your mind riley i mean it absolutely does and um to give you an abridged version from a uh maybe a a test trial that definitely didn't happen um i think it's more of a testament to how successful our team has been this year and how good our guys are in the chemistry that they've had on the field um and the incredible coaching from jay mims obviously um and I think that there's a lot more to take away positive from that stat than there is negative at all. 
Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, speaking of agreeing, you think that Rashid Nuhu had the save of the week or what? Well, absolutely, because anything that happens n- n- north of the Wisconsin state line just doesn't count. So, um, <laughs> well, if that's the case, then we're, we're a shoe in. I will say this. Um, I noticed when I was voting tonight, they have turned off the live results. <laughs> they, they've been doing that. I've noticed that. It's like, I think, 24 hours before it's announced. Yeah, I think they wow. shut it off like 24 hours before it's announced so that there's some kind of mystery. But I mean, as, as someone who has gone as far as to email um, the folks who manage, um, I, I forget, they, they use a third-party integration. And I reached out to the manufacturer and I was like, so can you actually tell if someone's voted already by email? This was like really early on. And they're like, no, we can't. We don't have a way to actually determine. So anyway, that was the incog. They just use cookies. So um, it's easily gameable. And, you know, obviously fans of certain teams in the league have less to do than, you know, other teams. And so um, their players tend to win more often. Right, and well, actually, now we have Russian friends, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do have Russian friends. Uh, maybe we'll get them on it, because uh, we know some Russian developers now, and their cloud is clean. Very um, clean. I will say this, I thought that uh, the Toronto FC save was incredible, too. Oh, absolutely. I think that um, there, it was a good save. I can't take anything away from it, but... Um... Rashid Nuhu. I mean, two words. That's all I need to say. Rashid mm-hmm. Nuhu. Yeah, it's, it seems like every time he steps on the field, the, uh, he's so mentally focused. It's incredible. I mean, grant like granted, you know, he's young and he's growing still, and he has his moments, but when he really needs to be locked in, he is 100% locked in. And as a supporter and a fan, there is a certain level of calmness that I don't get from other teams that I support. Um about the goalkeeper. I just know that it's going to take something special to beat our goalkeeper. And Rashid proves that game after game after game. And we talked in our not rehearsal that didn't happen, um, that, that you were, you were totally convinced once you saw Rashid's approach on the ball, that he had it. And, uh, I I thought, you know, I, I felt similarly, although I suspected it was because I thought we were going to give up at least one goal in this game. Um, and that seemed like as good a moment as any, but it really was uh, incredible save. And I think we'll we'll um, this this kind of goes into my next thing. But I, I thought one thing that Rashid did a really really good job at in the game was not yelling at our 18 year old center back who was signed on Thursday and made his professional debut on Saturday night uh, at the home of you know, what I have argued multiple times is the best team in the league. Um, and our, uh, so now's might as well time. Let's talk about it. We signed uh, Jaime Ponce um, from Sioux City, uh, veteran of the uh, Union Omaha Academy team. Um, I went through some photographs I took uh, on the Bellevue scrimmage and um, he played center back first half with Blake Malone in that game. But luck yeah, and so um, do you believe the press releases coming from um, the team that he is a forward, or do you believe your eyes he is a defender? Um, I think 
you know, looking at the eye test, um, <laughs> we only gave up one goal, I mean, to one of the best, one of the two best teams in the league, the second being us, so we can't really, we uh, played actually a we can't give up a goal to game. ourselves, but. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it a few times this year, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've played a better game. Um, we played a better game against them this time than we did at our place. Defensively. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. I think the um, Ponce did, that's how you say it, right? Ponce? Yeah, which is better than what I thought it was, which was Jamie Ponce, which would be a really rough name. Right. It's Jaime Ponce. Okay. So I think the Ponce did a fantastic job for having signed on Thursday. Um, you can tell he's young. You can tell that he doesn't have the same experience as, say, Jake Kroll, who has been playing all year and was on the team last year. Um, but Plus had, you know, four years of college, too. <laughs> right, right. And I'm not trying to compare him to Jake at all, but I think, I mean, he did as good a job as anyone could have done in his situation. I was I was so impressed. You know, he made he made a few mistakes. You know, absolutely. Um, he he passed the ball out of bounds a few times, which you know nerves, right? Right. Um, and he stepped up. I watched this closely on on that chance where Rashid had the amazing save. He stepped up probably a little too aggressively, um, and as soon as he did, the player passed it, and you know that was his man that he should have been on. Um, uh, Metzinger, um, but you know I I, I think. In a situation like that, you would have expected Rashid to like yell. <laughs> right, at if a that's defender, Dalton, right? Like if that's Dalton, if that's Dalton, Dalton hears it. Right, right? like like Shido's yelling at him before he's even up off the ground. Yes, absolutely. And and Shido got up angry, and I think he remembered who made the mistake, and you know he was calm about it, which I which I thought was like I I thought you got to do it right, like you got to treat a kid like that. You got to be aware of what he's going through, and and I thought everybody on the back line did a really good job. Even when he went down with cramp or injury or whatever it was, you know, everyone did a really good job of just being calm with him, being supportive with him, and sort of you know walking him through the same moment. I mean, this kid was supposed to go be at University of San Diego playing soccer, <laughs> you know, this this fall. Like he would have been playing his first games right now in college, maybe. And, and right. instead, he's starting for the you know best third division team, or the highest ranked third division team in America. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, like I think the you know I'm sure we're gonna get into it, but that's a completely different game with with if our squad is there. But oh, yeah, we'll get into it. Let's we'll, uh, we'll let's get into that. the news. But uh, finish the news. No, we'll I, I just wanted to say really quickly that I think that. It's awesome to see us bringing in talent from around our area. Um, I don't know if I'd exactly call Sioux City local, but it's in our area. Um, and so to I mean, see it's the more team... local than Lexington, right? True. <laughs> um, but I think it's cool to see, you know, the bigger picture of Union Omaha starting to take a shape a little bit. Um, bringing in local talent, you know, signing academy contracts. Because, uh, you know, for the last year, we've been a Division One soccer team, and now we're really starting to fit that moniker of being a club. Love that. Love that. 
Um, and maybe, you know, uh, South Sioux City, Sioux City, it's a, a city with some bridges. So maybe we can get I may on the pod to talk bridges, um, you know, uh, later. Yeah, be I, great. I, absolutely. You know, and, and hi, mate, if you're listening, congratulations. I mean, like, you know, I, I said this in Data Dump, but, you know, you can be a little critical of his performance. You can be incredibly full of praise with his performance, but at the end of the day, like he's, his name's in the history books, right? He's the oh, first absolutely. Academy player um, to play for us. And like, man, he came through in a big moment. Yeah, he absolutely did. And like you said, if, if, if you're listening, congratulations. And I am so insanely excited to get the opportunity to watch you in person and, you know, see, see you develop as a player. Yeah, no. And I thought, you know, he never, Again, the, you only pass the ball out of bounds like that if you're nervous, right? Like, right. It, he seemed nervous. But those are the only indications he seemed nervous. And I couldn't find it, and I didn't rewatch the game, but he made one insane tackle in the box, like, early on that was just like, okay, this kid's not scared at all. No, no. And I, there's a difference between being scared and being nervous. So, yeah, like... absolutely. Well said. So what is our right. what is our next piece? Well, you know what this one is. This one's uh, big news that came out today. So we're recording uh, Wednesday, twenty fifth. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait. Before you before you say it. All right, go ahead. Right. <laughs> You're just flagging it in case I. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm um, okay. So June second. Um. You know, team's getting ready to play Tucson, and you know, team puts out a press release that they're aware of pending legal action against one of our players. Um, you know, a little back and forth with people, some digging. Um, turns out, you know, Ilal's been arrested. Um, obviously, you know, they never really talked about whether it was suspended or not with the team, right? Like, there wasn't, but it's clear implication he's not with the team. Um, you know, uh, in the intervening time, like, you know, he was, um, I think, taken to federal court. You know, I, I'm not sure everything that's gone on, but, um, you know, I know he's been in town. I know he's not been with the team. Um, and the team announced today that he's he's coming back. He's, you know, going to resume team activities and um, can play in a game soon. So um, let's start with, you know, do you think this is the right call for our team um, do you think there are any moral or ethical lapses in them um, allowing to bring a law back? Um, before I answer this question, yeah. one second. <laughs> All right, so now that our good friend um, Airhorn has made an appearance, um, <laughs> I think that... You know, we we were discussing this in Discord, um, and I think that at the end of the day, um, I don't think that there really is um, any moral uh, or ethical issues with bringing him back. Um, I think there's more moral and ethical issues with not bringing him back, um, especially now that his the reason it's happening is because his, his trial date got pushed to pass the end of the season. So, um, and if we're, we're in a place where we want, you know what? I'm not going to go that deep, but, um, 
I'm I'm ready to go that deep. Well, okay, so we're in a place where our country is going through a lot of change, and we want, you know, things happening to certain things to be changed, and uh, with our justice system, and absolutely, honestly, uh, you know, getting that trial date moved back. If we've got a, I mean, there's a lot at play, and the words that I'm trying to get out are: if you don't bring it back. And his trial date got pushed back. He's now, and you end up releasing him. Uh, this was brought up in Discord as well. Uh, he no longer has a job. He's in violation of his visa if he doesn't have a job. He's unemployed. He's not making money. And now he has to go through this trial by himself without any kind of, you know, support or people to talk to him through, you know, because I, I, I've never been in that situation. But I imagine, you know, you're going to want to be talking to your friends. You're going to be want to be talking to people who at least... Absolutely. Uh, have some level of knowledge or experience with how the U.S. justice system works, and I'm not saying a law doesn't, but someone who has lived in the country their whole life is probably going to have a better understanding. I don't know, you know, we haven't, I have, we haven't obviously discussed anything with a law, um, but yeah, I think that he's innocent until proven guilty, and he absolutely has every right to come back and do his job and play for the team. And it seems like that's obviously what he wants to do. I mean, I've heard that he has continued to work out um, and stay in shape and stay fit. And so if the team allows him the opportunity and now it sounds like they are and he wants to come and he obviously wants to come back and play for the team, there's absolutely no reason he shouldn't be allowed to. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think we're, we're on very similar pages here. So before I, uh, before I uh, went to go work for the team, I was, uh, you know, I ran a small nonprofit, medium-sized nonprofit. Um, and one thing that was really important to us was hiring, um, or well, I don't know if it wasn't intentionally uh, important from the beginning, but we ended up with you know, a number of, um, you know, employees who had legal situations, um, a, a variety of them. And you know, our policy became, if we would hire you after you'd paid your debt to society, we're going to stand by you while you go through the process. We're going to stand by you while you pay that debt. And we're going to help you. We're going to help provide stability for you during that time. Um, you know, and I think if you apply that test here, like, you know, if this had happened to Alal when he was in college and you know, had been resolved already, would we take him on and sign him? Almost certainly, right? Almost, yeah, one hundred percent. And I think the the we'll just... you know, as a fan, I would have no qualms about that, right? And so I don't really have any qualms about him. I, well, I and, okay. So through that experience, it's become really important to me. I think work is a super important piece of rehabilitation. And again, Paul's innocent till proven guilty. But one of the things that if he is found guilty, he will need to do is pay restitution. So. I think it's pretty important for him to have a job and a job provides structure, stability. And the idea, if the idea of the justice system is to provide, um, you know, sort of justice for victims, uh, which, and again, in this case will be restitution and um, rehabilitation for perpetrators, then Elal playing soccer really helps provide both those things, right? He is allowed to continue to build and grow but at this time is his most lucrative option for his career. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm all in with it. And he's been gone for almost three months. 
Um, you know, I think that is a reasonable time for someone to be out for something as serious as this. And I think oh, yeah, the team's been straightforward and said, you know, we're willing to have him back. And I think, um, you know, I, that's not an easy decision to come to. The team didn't really reveal a lot about their thinking, but I, I don't think there's really any interest. You know, th there's nothing to be gained by them talking about their reasoning or thinking. So I'm not mad that they didn't explain that right i think right. they did handle it pretty well in the press um i think the no, press imagine... handled it poorly but continue <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i think uh i, I think reasonable yeah, yeah, we'll we'll save that discussion for offline um <laughs> I, I know say. there's yeah, yeah no, no i i think there's been some disagreements among the media empire on whether or not the local media handled it in the right way or not and i think i tend to be on the did fine uh, side of things. But either way, I think we are going to... Let me uh, ask the next question. When do you think we see Alal? Um, Alright, so this will lead me into the point that I did want to make. Um, so I'll start with that. I think it would be very easy for cynical fans and other supporters of other teams to say, of course these guys are you know, all behind a law and they want him back. Look at their defensive situation. They just had to start an 18-year-old against the second-best team in the league. And, you know what? We still are letting, we still are letting one goal, and with him we were, uh, you know, we played 60 minutes of a clean sheet. Yeah, soccer. absolutely. And so, and to that I say, I mean, I, and Ben, you can attest to this, and I'm not going to speak on how you feel, but I, I'm sure you probably feel similar, is as a supporter of this club, we're there to support the players. And my genuine belief and what is in my heart is what I, I want Alal to come out of this situation. You know, um, what am I trying to say here? I'm not trying to say, like, come out scot-free or anything like that, but, like, I want him to come out intact. on the... on the come emotionally intact as a person. Right. I want him to come out on the right side of it. Like, I, I don't want him to get screwed over. I don't want him to um, have to deal with unnecessary hardship because of this. Um, and so, to the to anyone who would want to say, well, easy for you to say you're a Union Omaha fan, you want him back. And no, I would. It, it has nothing to do with me being a fan of, you know, Union Omaha as more than it has to do with me being a supporter of the of these guys out there putting everything on the line for our entertainment. But I, I think the point is right. If Allah worked at you know uh, a job in downtown Omaha, right, like at a, at a desk, um, and this had happened to him, you know, like unless it's really related to his work, he's he's. Well, I, you know, I don't know on that one. If Alal had worked for me, <laughs> you know, uh, we would have been working around this, right? Because, right. again, I believe work is an important piece of rehabilitation. And, you know, we want people who make mistakes to come back from those mistakes. Um, and so adding on additional punishments professionally do not help. No. He has suffered a, you, you know, he has been out. I, I would have been fine if he'd been back months ago. Um, you know, I, I think it, I think the time has been long enough. I think the real problem is, um, we have three center backs on the team. We signed a 18 year old as one and, and you and I right now do not know how many healthy center backs we have on the team because 
clearly two of them didn't travel and one of them went off field correct right injured with the trainer with the trainer we don't know if he's injured i don't think he was injured you know whatever reasonable people can disagree speaking of things that happen on discord so i i think i don't care if we've done it for a cynical reason i think we've handled it well um you know and i think the team can talk all they want about it if they feel the need to address it he's gonna get stick in places from educated supporters that's going to happen whether he came back now or whether he came back and played in this league 10 years from now. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I think to, um, to conclude that, that, what I like to conclude this little portion here of yeah. us right, talking about ethics. When we're going to see him. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. We'll conclude the ethics portion. Um, I am a bigger supporter of our guys than I am a fan of union Omaha. And that's not to say I'm not a huge fan of union Omaha, but our our guys supporting our guys takes priority for me, yeah. and no, no, I, that's I mean, I think where I'm. That's at. absolutely true, right? Like that's part of the charm of supporting a third division club in a small community like ours is, you know, um, they're subjected to fans screaming at them on the street, um, <laughs> but we're also able to, you know, send Sorry, our Greg. messages, of, <laughs> send our messages of support privately you know, to these players and and come out and get behind them. So you still haven't answered my question. I'm happy to answer this first, though. We're, yeah. we're going to see a lull start Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly where I'm at as well. I mean, Jay Mims <laughs> knows what a lull can do. He's got to see. He got to see it for a season and a quarter. There's no doubt in anyone's mind that a lull can play the game. <laughs> like, I mean, so I I, I got some. I, I, no, again, let's let's actually be done with this. We'll move into the Chattanooga game, and then we can just wrap this up with one sentence in about two minutes. Okay. Um, I love you, Lol. Okay. No, I mean, uh, also, happy birthday, Lol. Oh, happy birthday. Birthday recently. Um, oh, all right, here we go. Chattanooga game. We've got to start by talking about the lineup. Right. Um, I think everyone's jaw kind of dropped a little bit, unless you were in the know, and there were not a lot of people in the know. I mean, I think, you know, certain members of the media empire seem to be always in the know, and they seemed surprised um, <laughs> by this. That that was my impression. I don't know what your impression was, but um, I think we all should have... I think everyone was expecting Jamie to be on the bench. Um, and, like, the other thing was, you know, everyone's looking for Elma. And, like, it was funny to watch other people have this reaction on Discord, but, like... You know, you're always looking for that one name, right? And so you see it, and you're like, oh, they've made one change. Then you, like, look again and again, and you realize there's so many more changes. And then you look on the bench, and, like, so Blake, Blocky Malone, Malone, uh, Ferry Sosa, and Dalton Knudsen were all... Knudsen. Uh, Knudsen. We spent we spent a lot of time talking about the, how C and K make the same sound in our house tonight. Um, let's let's start with the first question. How panicked were you? Not really. Oh, That's better than me. I was minorly panicked. I mean, was I? Did I feel a certain level of like stress or like panic about seeing the lineup? Yes. Was it anywhere near? a level of stress that I feel on a day-to-day basis about, you know, certain things? Absolutely not. Um, 
and that might oh, yeah, just be because I, my... this, is, this is life or death for us, Riley. Come on. Right, but <laughs> at the end of the day, like the belief and trust that I have in our coaching staff, um, and their system, and where they got us last year, and where we are right now, uh, is immense. And there's there's been, I mean, J Mims, I don't think hasn't, you know put two left left shoes on or had two left feet all year like I, I i just trust his judgment he knows the game a lot better than i do and he's gonna put the right guys in the right sit the right available guys in the right situations to be successful and until proven otherwise that's how i'll feel uh no matter what those 11 names are on saturday night fair enough i like that um so let's let's take this in two parts then my, my next question is going to be, do you think Jay made the right call starting Jaime instead of Amir? I'll answer your... Okay, well, you answered my question. Are you... Okay. Well, um, yes. Like, no, no, no. I, I mean, you know, I, I realize you've you've already answered this question. And um, no. Your, your unequivocal I, support of whatever 11 Jay puts out there. Well, yeah. No, but I, I... I mean, I can still give you my thoughts on, like, a situation like that. Um, and I think that Amir is our Swiss army knife. Um, I think that he is fantastic anywhere in the midfield. I don't think that if you have another healthy, healthy, oh my goodness, uh, another healthy center back on the roster, um, that you start Amir there. I just think that, um, I think Amir is a fantastic midfield, uh, to fullback Swiss army knife, but... I don't think that Amir um, fits the role of a center back very well, and that's no discredit to him. Like I said, he's a fantastic player. It's just, I mean, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and I think we can really we could really get in the weeds about like, well, okay then. So do you put Toby at center back and? Um, I I would put Toby before I would put Amir at center back. You know, and then you put Amir at right back, given your your availability. Right. Um, you know, I, I think... I think Amir is made to... Or the, his play style is designed towards getting the ball up the field. And center backs, there are... I th- and center backs, they do do that. But I think, you know, the positions that he plays more, you know, in the midfield and at, at fullback, are more privy to playing in that style than a center back is. Especially the way that we play... You know, you playing the long ball. That ball can come back down the field real fast, and we've seen it. <laughs> so, I think the um, I would be worried about Amir drifting too far forward. No, I, I mean I, I think that's fair. Um, you know, as a as a Chelsea fan, um, one of my favorite players and and a player that somehow Luke Opperman doesn't like. Um, just again, further proving his terrible taste. Um, DDA Drogba played center back for a couple games for us. Um, when we there's had... a bigger problem here, Luke Opperman doesn't like DDA Drogba. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Continue. I, I, Just... I mean, right? Like, I mean, there's no I, point I, in elaborating because he's not going to hear this. But yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I still haven't been able to get over it, and it's been like seven months. Um. Anyway, the point being, it was uh, does on the Lost podcast. Um. By the way. Uh, anyway, maybe that's why I lost. Maybe he cursed it by cursing the name of DDA Drogba. Anyway. Um, True. 
you know, and, and the reason being is like big, physical, strong, good in the air, right? Like, um, and it must've been a cup tie. Like I, I did a little research and I couldn't find it, but I remember it being a thing that happened or was in contention. And, you know, I think Amir kind of has that vibe, right? Of like putting him at center back. And so I ultimately on this particular one, I don't know if Jay made the right call or not. Our problem wasn't defense in that game. Our problem was offense. Right. Um, you, you know, so whether Jaime is starting at the back or Dalton is starting at the back, I'm not sure the result is different. But I love the fact that Jay put a kid in that position. I think that's incredible. I think it's good for good for the kid, good for the team, good for the club, good for the community. Like, it's not bad for anybody, right? Right. <laughs> and even it's the like loss the, wasn't like the, that bad. Uh, like... I, I, that's one of the first times I've watched my team lose in a while, and I'm talking about any of the teams that I support, not just Union Omaha, where I was, I, I didn't feel really any negative emotions after the match. And it, I mean, it's, it's so hard too when you're missing, we have six defenders and five defenders, right? And we were missing three of them. <laughs> like, right. it's, it's not, um, you know, and, and we'll see, again, this is just a closed loop on a lull. Um, you know, rumor rumors are that Sosa was attending to family matters, which is great. You got to do that. I don't um, think we should go into any other rumors, though. I, I don't. I don't know what any other rumors are. I mean, Neither do I. Right? Like, um, you, you know, so like it's. I, I think we can all draw our own conclusions on what we think happened, but the reality is we have no clue. It seems unlikely that two players would get injured at once, but even if they did, we would not know about it. Um, and, you know, I, I think for better or worse on that one. Um, I do think, but all, speaking all, of knowing if people are injured or not. Mm. Yeah, we'll get to that, too. Yeah, I'm um, pretty excited about it. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, because of that, I, I do think we'll see a lull on, uh, um, on Saturday night, even even if it's in a substitute appearance, but, but my guess is he starts. I You know, and honestly, one of my favorite memories from this year is being in Greenville, and we all, you know, we have our flags and stuff, we start banging on the metal bleachers and just chanting, Asumanu! And we just kept going, and Lala just kind of looked over and laughed and smiled, and, like, I don't know, we it's just one of those supporter-player connections where, like, you, you know, you it doesn't necessarily build a personal relationship, but you build a relationship in your head with that player. Um, and... Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I think the, just that small little interaction, just a lull acknowledging us by looking over and smiling after we traveled all that way, um, you know, he's, there's, there's a reason people absolutely love that guy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I think, I think it'd be really exciting to see him on Saturday night, but, uh, all right. Speaking of, uh, people that people love and, uh, let's talk about the return of Evan Conway. The return of Evan Conway. You finally bring it up. I am. Oh my gosh! Over you know why, the moon. You know why he came back? You know why he came back? Because uh, I don't think it, he was mentioned on the pod last week. Ooh. You know what? That's probably true. It's it's you know. Oh my goodness! Like I, you, you just the. It's almost as much of a sense of relief as it is excitement for Evan just to just see him walk back out on the pitch and that hype had been building because, you know, us, us you know, the, the astute among us would have uh, 
seen content posted from the team and Evan was in training gear and training and things like that. And so the hype kind of started to build. Talking, talking about talking about lakes. Talking about lakes. Um, and so that hype was starting to build and seeing his name on the substitute bench at the start of the match and then him coming on. I mean, I might lose my voice on Saturday. Just you just out of pure joy for the to Evan Conway's back on the field and Alal being back on the field. Like I know. Oh my goodness. It's the, the He got I would ask you what you thought, but uh I just looked this up. He got three touches um in the game. And uh he completed one of his three passes. Um you know, uh actually I think it I think he got four touches. Made three passes. Are all short. He completed one of them. He won two duels, of which was Ariel. That's it. That's all that happened. He had a tackle. And, but we were... So, hard to say, but he's out on the field, and that's a big win. Absolutely. And you know what? Like, when we look at it, there are teams in our league who are currently struggling a lot harder than I think anybody expected them to. Um, not going to mention any names, but... Uh, oh. Greenville. If you were um, to come up with a hypothetical, you might call him like Red Town. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Red or Town. Maybe like Blueberg. Blue. Yes, there we go. Blueberg. Um, <laughs> but I think the you know seeing Evan back on the field, the announcement with a lull today. Um, and the front office has been very transparent with us when we ask questions about what's going on. You know, obviously they're not giving us details or anything like that, but, um, they're giving, they, they were good about giving us enough to know about certain situations. And I think that the people that are in charge are doing a good job because this situ- the, the situations that we have been in this year could have very easily led to an implosion that lo- that could have resulted in a very different season for us so far. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and now we're you know, we're we're coming into the tail end of the season, back back third, back half, and we've got you know, guys getting healthy. Um we've got um new signings, right? Who you, you know, if you take everybody who wasn't a long-term injury, you feel pretty good about the roster. Uh, and then you think we're getting Evan Conway back. Um, you know, at, at some point, hopefully this year, we'll see uh, Ethan again. Um, I'm concerned. I mean, I'm I'm concerned about our offense. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like we, we've, we've everything's not... there for us to score goals, and we have. Yeah, yeah but we're not. I mean, we're not right. Like I, I don't know why we're not. I'm not. I started writing data dump so I'd understand soccer better, and I, I cannot figure out why we are not generating their chances um but like you know as soon as that ball went in the net i was like well we're gonna lose like not even like you just you knew in that game we weren't gonna score and i I don't know i don't know but um you know you think about it and if evan can get back to the level that he was at at the start of the season you know the the it'll be like the first time since he was like 16 that he didn't lead his team in scoring right but i mean think about it evans you know plays the next three games bags a couple goals um and maybe it 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 
there's still plenty of time to get that offense turning and getting those wheels turning again. And I think that if Evan comes back and starts strong, that's a massive confidence boost for our guys. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, and even if he doesn't, like, I liked what I saw from Ricky, right? Like, I didn't... Oh, yeah. I think Ricky, like, he showed what he can do. Um, Love to see him get a goal, but... um. Because, well, anyway, <laughs> I would love to see him get a goal. I think we all would. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that there's... there's. I'm not overly concerned with the offense. Um, I think the goals will come. And I think that we... Um, I think that we have everything we need to make the championship push at the end of the year. We just have to get there. If... Um, two-parter. Do you think the championship, road to, road to the championship, whether we host or not, you think we can win a championship without beating Chattanooga? So you, and by that you mean, like, we just don't have to play Chattanooga in the playoffs, or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like I, I don't, let me put it this way. I don't think it's possible that we can win a championship without beating Chattanooga one more time this season. Um, like, I, I think they are best team in the league right now. I think they are the real deal. Um, I spent a lot of time writing about this in data dump. All the metrics back them up. Like, for all of these lucky late goals that they seem to be getting, their XG is exact, like, is yeah. lockstep with their real goals. Their expected points are lockstep with their points. Like, but what's their real... what's their XG in the minutes that they shouldn't have been allowed? <laughs> I don't. I haven't done that yet. Um, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're legit, right? Like, they're legit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm just messing um, around, but no, 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 no. I, I know. Either way, do you, what do you think we need to do um, to beat them? Score goals. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Do you think do you think we have what we need in the locker room today to score goals against them? Yeah, basically absolutely. To, to to win one nothing there or here. I, I think obviously the game well, I've I've said this other places, but the worst game we played all year was them at home. Um to us. So it's hard to say like, well, if we're at Werner Park. Well, it's fine. also hard to say that though, because I mean, I'm still very much of the belief that JP's red card wasn't a red card. It wasn't. It so, wasn't. it's really hard for me to say, sit forget, there and say I that that was our worst performance. I, thank you. I forget about that red card a lot. And so, honestly, um, I, I do think we have what we need. And I do think that scoring goals is obviously the answer, as we kind of just talked about. But... You know, my my belief in Greg Hurst, absolutely there. I mean, he's not in the Golden Boot conversation for nothing. Um, I, I think that um, we have everything we need. And like we just talked about, Evan Conway's back, and that's a big deal. I mean, I don't... I, everything's there. Everything is there. We have a fantastic coach. 
Um, I know that I'm, I sound like such a homer right now, but this is a podcast That's about right. Yuni Domala. Right. So it, it allows me to be a little bit less of a homer, and therefore there's a little dun- dramatic tension there. There we go. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I just have, well, you know, I, I like to trust my gut a lot as a person. Um, not just talking about soccer. Yeah, I, yeah this far. On, on a day-to-day basis, if I get a gut feeling, I trust it a lot of the time. And my gut is telling me there is nothing to currently be worried about, even though I sound like a nervous psychopath right now. Oh, perfect, perfect question. We're going to transition to the North Texas game. Um, do you have any? Do you have any further comments on Chattanooga, though? Um, I think that Chattanooga played a good game. They deserved the three points, um, and I was ready to move on to North Texas as soon as the final whistle was blown. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I think the thing that their lights does is very silly, but also pretty funny. Um, I mean, Austin's are cooler, but... Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. Uh, <laughs> I learned something on uh, Saturday. All right, well, uh, to go back to you being a nervous psychopath, are you nervous about Texas? Uh, no, Alex Bruce is going to be on the field. <laughs> uh, that is in my uh, in my notes. It's not, but I meant it to be. Um, all right, so let's let's do a little form check here. Okay. Uh, North Texas hasn't lost in seven games. The last time we played them, they had earned zero points on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, they've had three draws and a win for six points on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the fourth-ranked team in RPI, according to Sports Club Stats, mm-hmm. uh, my go-to for playoff odds and RPI. Um, not that Luke or Ian remembered that when they were talking about the pod last week. Um and uh, they've earned they've earned one and a half expected points per game, um, which is the rate that we've earned points since July 1st. Um, this is all since July 1st. They are not the hottest team in the league right now. That is Chattanooga. Um, but North Texas is starting to look like North Texas again. Um, so let me ask a question again. Are you nervous, Riley? All right, listen. This is a <laughs> shout out to all my Husker fans, Okay. I'm not a Husker fan personally, but this is a shout out to them in honor of um, Nebraska's college football team coming back uh, this weekend. Actually, the day of our game. Um, oh, Lopers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, North Texas, West Texas, East Texas, it doesn't matter. Union Omaha by 90. <laughs> Love it. I, I, I um, just, I don't know. I, I have... Like, I'm not particularly. The, I'm not particularly nervous either. I think um, our guys are we've always, incredibly we've played them pretty well. Yeah, and I think our guys are incredibly hungry to show that they are the team. The um, crap, I'm blanking. Who did we beat four two? Uh, New England. New England. Yeah, I think I think our guys are hungry to show that that team is still there and that the form is still. We're obviously still that team, but that that form is still there. Um, and I think I picked us to win 3-1, uh, so you're hearing that early. Um, no, that's fine. We'll but... We'll finish with what kind of nonsense are you going to say to Alex Bruce. Um, oh. you know, I'm a little nervous, but I'm not that nervous either. I think we've always handled North Texas pretty well. Um, they'll be as North Texas-y as they've ever been. Um, what game? They're but, gonna, so you're saying they're going to get a red card this weekend? I, they, I would never bet against them on that. Um, it's like JP scoring a goal. It, it's coming. It's going to happen one of these days. 
Um, I, I also think the thing to think of with um, or like the, the sort of I've been pessimistic for a while, uh, both column and in this. But the, the other way to look at it is, is we rolled out an absolutely bizarro lineup, right? Like just one you'd never expect from us. Um, and we barely lost to one of the best teams in the league, right? Like, or the I best mean, team in the league. You think they are the best team in the league, and I will hold that against yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's hard It's hard to argue given that we've, um, right, that we haven't beaten them this year, and they've beaten us and drawn us. We saw that beat Greenville. We're better, we're better than them. Yeah, but, like, Greenville's bad right now. <laughs> like, right, like. I'm I'm trying to be that that was my attempt to be uh um, oh, sorry I mean, like a I mean, Max Kellerman uh Colin Coward type. Um Yeah, well Max Kellerman out of work now. Anyway, um <laughs> good riddance. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a little nervous, but I'm I'm excited. The fam's going to come maybe. Um Mackenzie wants to come to the game. Emerson's yeah. going to go. It's I think be, honestly, I think um I I don't know how much you've ever talked about your family on the podcast, but I think the Emerson, your daughter, if her, if you're okay with me sharing that, yeah, yeah. No, she She was on the pod a few times last year. Okay, cool. Um, but I, I honestly think Emerson might be Union Omaha's biggest fan. Uh, well, since she won't listen to this for like at least ten or twelve years, uh, she's definitely Greg Hurst's biggest fan. And uh, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure when you told her you saw Greg Hurst, she blushed tonight. Um, um I think her- she did. Yeah. <laughs> Her owl is named Greg Hurst. Like, she has one of the, the owls. And she suggested that we write a number nine on his jersey. So she remembers which one's hers and which one is her sister's. So Greg Hurst will be coming with Emerson to the game. Greg um, Hurst, if you're listening to this, um, you and Kinsey should take Emerson to Ted Wally's. <laughs> uh, or Coneflower. Or either Coneflower. one. We're good with either one. It's, Ted um, Wally's you know, is usually a little less busy. next season, when Emerson is vaccinated, it will be great. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Greg, get on it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Greg, who starts next to Greg? Um, Saturday night. I think I think there's a good chance we see three attackers out there. Okay. Um I um, think name one. Name one of the others? Evan Conway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you think Conway's gonna start? Yes. I think uh, I think we'll see Ricky and I think we'll see Conway in the sixtieth minute. Okay. I think we'll see um, I honestly think we'll see Ricky, Greg, and Evan start. Well, that that answers um, question six on the North Texans North Texas section for me. Then who starts at left wing? You think Evan? I think Evan, one hundred percent. I think the. Yeah, I think just as I was alluding to earlier, I think Jay is um, itching to uh, get Evan back out there so that uh, he can see if that's what they need to start get the, to get those goals start to uh, hit the back of the net, or those shots hit the back of the net. and um, I think Evan has everything in his arsenal that he needs as long as he is, you know, his, his himself to bring our offense back to where it needs to be. Yeah, fair enough. I'm excited to see him. I do think we'll see him in the 60th minute, though. Um, who starts next to Jake um, at center back? Do you think, or do you think, or do you think Jake Alma? doesn't start at center back? <laughs> Um, no, I think Jake, Jake absolutely starts. I think, um, I think we'll see Jake and Alal. I, I agree with you. I think Alal will start. Um, and I think Jake has proved that he, um, is absolutely worthy of being a starting center back in our league. Um, I mean, yeah, for sure. he stepped into 
a role. Like, think about being Jake for a second. Oh, um, I've said I've said he's the MVP of the season, and even if even if a even if Jake doesn't play a single minute from here on out, if like if we, I mean, right, we're on track to make it to the finals, right? If we finish one of the top two teams in the regular season, I don't see how Jake isn't the MVP of this team. Right, and you know what? Honestly, the only reason I say we'll see Jake in a lull is I, I think if Dalton is available, I think it's Dalton in a lull. I think we go right back to that. But okay. I don't know what the situation yeah, with Dalton is. Dal- yeah, I, I don't know what the situation with Dalton is. I don't have any rumors on it. I don't haven't you know heard. I'd any- like to. I'd like to officially put out the idea that um, maybe he, Blake, and Faraday all ran into each other at the same time, like the Three Stooges, um, and resulted in no actual injuries, but just for precautionary reasons, Jay left them home. Cool. Yeah, let's roll with that. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm not mad about anyway. it. <laughs> I don't know, it, it, you know, you got to have a little comedy, a little levity in these things. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, assuming Dalton and Jake are both healthy, I think we see a lull in the 60th minute. Okay. I, I will also say, we're deep enough in this that I think I can get cynical on this. I will also say. I don't think timing of this particular announcement is a coincidence because I think it, we're, we're like, if we announced next week that Alal is coming back, he would have been out three months. Right? So what's the difference between that week and this week? I don't think we have any healthy center backs besides Jake. So and you want I to think know why Jake is healthy? Um, oh gosh. I, um, maybe I can tell you exactly why Jake is healthy. Why? He's a vegan. <laughs> you know, actually, I, I funny really, story about that. Really um, did not know where you're going with that. We, uh, I was on my way leaving a match, um, one of our home matches. I can't remember which one it was, but Jake was standing there, you know, waiting for fans because this was. I, I imagine because, Saturday because we're going to see a little bit. Right. He's not vegan for performance reasons. He's vegan for animal cruelty reasons. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm walking past him, and I, I went, Hey, Jake, good job using your vegan superpowers tonight. And he looked at me and went, How do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he didn't, oh, like, I don't know if he, like, like I, I, I don't know what the, caused that situation, but it made me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> oh, well... Uh, yeah, I think we've, uh, I think we've covered it all. What's your prediction for the game? 3-1, Union Omaha. Uh, I picked 1-1 because, uh, reasons. I mean, I'll the, even the give you my goal scores. The reasons for me, that's the most common scoreline for both of the teams. <laughs> like, um, I will say this, the last time we played them was the most entertaining 1-1 draw we've had, and I'm, I'm kind of thinking we're going to see some great soccer on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely, and um, I'll, I'll like I'll even give you my goal scores. I think the yeah. um, Devin Boyce gets a goal. I think That'd Gre- be great. Greg Hurst gets a goal. On fire, on fire, the man on fire. Um, and I think we see JP hit his thirty-yard banger, and uh, Luke will be very excited about that. I think it'll be great. Um, and then who scores for North Texas? Anyone other than Alex Bruce? Uh, all right, last section of the pod. Um, 
much trash are you going to talk to Alex Bruce? As much as Parliament will let me. Without, like, obviously, I'm not going to cross any lines. I won't cuss at him. I won't. So, so you're not going to cross. You're not going to cross the uh, literal dividing line that keeps Parliament in section, just so you can get closer to the field, so you can make sure Alex Bruce hears what you're saying. Oh, okay. Well, n- n- <laughs> here's what I'll say. Right. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> You're talking metaphorical lines. Metaphorically, I've done my research on Alex Bruce. um, And metaphorically, I do have some things I would like to say to him. And metaphorically, Alex Bruce, I love my job. You're going to brag to him about your new job, aren't you? Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, he's the one who was so worried about what I did for a living. But this is not the Riley Martin podcast. This is Who Gives a Hoot. So I digress. No, 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 but I asked you the question. You're not digressing. <laughs> this is this is the content that people are here for, knowing knowing what your personal beef is going to escalate to. I don't know that we um, have fully explained what happened, but basically the short version is um, Alex Bruce had some, him and his teammates had some choice words for when the referee blew the whistle in the last North Texas-Omaha game. Um, I told him that right, he they, should... They were do a corner. Yeah, they were do a corner, but at the time I didn't know that because uh, I was so focused I mean, on making but sure also the whistle the game blew. was over. Right, and so I decided that I wanted to out- let Alex Bruce know that he could go ahead and go home because the game was over, um, and that's really all I t- said was t- I said go home uh, in, a, in a raised voice, um, and then he started running some sprints after the game, and he had some words for me. I had some words for him. Um, no, there was no cursing involved, um, and he ended up asking me what I do for a living, and my only response, and I was completely sober, actually, um, my only response to him was, I work for a living. <laughs> so, that's, that's where the Alex Bruce, Riley Martin beef starts, definitely not where it ends. I love to hear that. Speaking of starting, I'm using the motorcycle sound effects soundboard here. Oh, okay. I am ready for it. <laughs> sounds like a Uh, some kind of sport bike that didn't quite sound like a harley like we're used to yeah fair enough um man i got one last question for you i would love to answer it who gives a hoot we do we do